Hey, 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 everyone. Fraser Brooks here coming at you with the Network Marketing Ninja podcast, episode 104. Can you believe it? We are 104 episodes in. This is absolutely ridiculous. It's crazy. And today I am joined by someone who, you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell the story in a second, but she is absolutely incredible. Uh, We are 2020 married kind of babies. It feels weird to say that, but we got married in the same year. Not together. Yeah, I know you're married. <laughs> we didn't get married. We, we didn't, just a little side note, it's not Svetlana who's joining. We didn't get married together. We didn't get married to each other. We got married in the same year. This so is we starting exactly how I expected, like a complete, utter, like garbage, fire, trash. <laughs> yeah, so it's been amazing. So Rachel Bakarek, how are you, legend? <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, just Tony, I love you. I did not marry, marry Fraser uh, behind your back, but we are we are Twinkies in the COVID elopement couples. We're Twinkies. We both had weddings that were canceled. We both had to redo all that sort of stuff. So we were sharing it back and forth that we just wanted to get that dang certificate. So here we are, married life. It's hot. You are incredible. So I'll tell you the story, right? So my my, you guys know my edification style is slightly different to the average. There's so many numbers and statistics I could I could put to, to Rachel's name. Um, it, it, they you would need an abacus for a lot of it, a, a very very big abacus. So the the thing I'm going to edit, edify you, Rachel, is I when I got started in network marketing, I, I I wanted to build online, and I was told go and find a success story. Go and find um, someone who's crushed it. Go and find like a, a you know an audio, a cassette, a video, a training, a seminar, anything. There's someone out there. Go and find me a success that, that gives me a you know the, the clue out there that's going to help me understand this. It was my dad, and I went out there. And I I couldn't find I couldn't find anything. You know, it was a it was a fairly long search, and I, I got started. And I kind of, you know, was struggling along and, you know, my dad kept quizzing me like it doesn't work on social media. And then I think it was probably about 2011. I come across you. And you were the person I don't, I don't I've never told her this, right? No, no, I've never, I told, don't. Her I've never told her this. And we did part one. So this is actually part two. Uh, part one is over on uh, over on the Soul CEO podcast. On Rachel's podcast, go check it out. It's insanely good. One of three podcasts that I'm now subscribed to. But I come across her uh, her uh, her profile, and she was she was holding a bonus check, I believe, at the time. And I remember thinking, "Whoa, well, that like that." It was just by chance, like, "Whoa, she's a profile. Someone's crushing it." And now I'm asked, I'm going to check her out. And the more I looked into her, I realized she she's doing she's doing a lot of this on social media. She's documenting a lot. And I found her on YouTube. I started following her, started following her on YouTube. I started following her on Facebook. I started following all these platforms. And I was stalking her probably three or four times a week. And she was the first person, the first person in network marketing who I actually printed the, uh, I wish I'd still had it, man. I printed a profile. I actually printed it off the printer, like, you know, the whole, like, you know, the ink going back and forth and all that. It took about five minutes to print off. I took it downstairs into my dad's office and said, dad, I've found one. I've found one. I've found someone who has got the success in network marketing and using social media. Will you believe me now? And he said, I believe you. 
go fill your boots. And that gave me the confidence to go and do it. So I've never told you that. I've never told you that, but now I have. So uh, that might be a different please, style please, of education. Please but... remit all Ninja Network Marketing royalties to Rachel Picard, Solcio LLC, <laughs> right? Like, oh my gosh, that is like, I am sweating in like, in honor and a little bit embarrassing. And I totally thought you were gonna bring up Broke Betty. So I'm glad we didn't go <laughs> I was, there. you just did. <laughs> But hey, you say that, but like that was something that, that got my attention and made me go like, hang on, she's doing something on social media here. And I remember me and uh, me and Rachel were two of, I think, 12 or 13 speakers at the Eric Worre Social Media Summit. And I remember being petrified to meet her. Like, because I was, I honestly, I didn't tell you. So I, I keep these stories and feelings for moments like this, right? I've got, I've got, I've got <laughs> something like this. Comes out. The yeah. Comes oh, out. yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm there. I'm like, okay, so so Eric's going to be there. Obviously, I'm nervous for him. Ray Higdon's going to be there. For, you know, yeah, Rob Sperry's going to be there. Bob Harley's going to be there. Top Falcon and all these. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm nervous in general. But it was, you You were the one who gave me the confidence to go to go make it happen. And I remember you, you, you and I said, let's go for, let's go for breakfast. And I remember being like sweaty. It's funny because my palms are actually sweating now. Um, Same. Same. Sweat- We're twins. Clamming, Mr. Clam over here. Like, I, I just remember, like, just couldn't believe it. I remember coming out, I remember coming back to my room and calling Svetlana and just said, Yeah, because she knew that I was nervous for it. And, like, and I told her, like, Yeah, it was amazing. She's like, super down to earth, super humble, like, exactly what I imagined it to be. Like, it, it's amazing. So, I just want to take, take the first few minutes of this podcast and just say, I am so, so grateful that you turned the camera on. Uh, and so grateful that you documented it. And to be honest, it's grateful for you saying yes um, to, to joining network marketing and just, just making a difference. So maybe for the people who don't know you, they're going to love you, like, because I love you. I think you're amazing. But maybe you could share a bit of the background, a bit of like the story of like how, how you kind of got involved in network marketing, why that happened, and like why you kind of went online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good story. Well, for those guys who I wish you could see me visually, I'm literally floating now. So after that sort of edification, I'm literally having about hovering about three feet over my chair because like for the rest of the day, I won't even need a car. I won't even need shoes. I'm just going to hover everywhere. I'm going to be like a little, you know, Rachel Picard ghost, just like I'm on cloud nine. Um, <laughs> so my background, I uh, was a 21 year old college dropout prior to getting started in this industry. I was working full-time as a retail manager, commuting two and a half hours a day for a bipolar boss, working 50, 60 hours a week. I was absolutely miserable. Um, I got introduced to the concept of network marketing, dragged down to a meeting back when they had like hotel meetings, uh, BC before COVID. And uh, so this was like before really social media. I mean, this is back in like MySpace when the biggest dilemma you had on social media is like, what background music am I going to put on my MySpace page? And so I went in the back of the room, arms crossed, hater spouse. Like I, no way, I don't know anybody. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have any influence. I don't have any money and I don't have any time. Probably the three biggest objections. I don't know anybody. I don't have any time. I don't have any money. And, but the God really opened up my eyes that night. And I remember sitting in the back of the room and I saw a couple of guys, two to three times my age, bald headed, making 30 grand a month, 30,000 tacos a month. <laughs> Can we say that? <laughs> FTC, all results vary. Uh, no income claims here. Blah, blah, blah. So disclaimer, disclaimer. And I remember I was making 3,000. Mm-hmm. And I got started. I thought if I do one tenth, of what they do. I could make enough to leave my job, 
to not work for the bipolar boss, to not commute two and a half hours a day. And I could stay at home and I could get a dog. All I wanted, Fraser, was to get a dog. You wanted to start network marketing to make $300 a month to pay off your student loans. I just wanted to not, I wanted to, I'm an introvert. I wanted to work from home. I didn't want to talk to people. And I was like, I was like, oh, great industry to go into network marketing. Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> but I remember sitting like in, um, like thinking like, what do I want in life? I want a dog. <laughs> what motivates motivates. So like, you, you never know what somebody's why is at 21. That was as deep as it got. And so I got started and I did the traditional offline method. I call, I made a list of 81 names. Not one of them joined. Uh, my 20 something year old friends were more interested in partying. Um, I had a business service as my opportunity at the time. They were not interested in that service. And uh, so I started cold calling and nobody told me cold calling was scary. Um, I just did it because I needed, I was told to go and do presentations every single day. And I was really rough around the edges. In fact, Fraser, my first 30 days, I did two to six presentations a day, bootstrapping it, cold calling businesses about my service and zero signed up a big goose egg on the board. My upline actually said, wow, you're really bad at this like, <laughs> legit words. Like, wow, you're really, really, really bad at this. Like, I'm not sure I've ever seen somebody so awful. I'm like, wow. Ah, okay. Oh, so painful. Like, thanks for being brutally honest, sir. Uh, and then he shoved books and tapes down my throat, um, a ton of things like CDs like Jim Rohn. Uh, I remember back then it was like Jeffrey Combs, Todd Falcone, then later Danny Johnson. And so my, uh, my commute turned into Automobile University. Mm -hmm. uh, my second month, I hit a strike, a, a vein of gold. Uh, my funnel started to overflow and I recruited 12 people. And Ooh. I made enough to quit my job. I made the mistake of quitting. Like the first month I made the same amount of money, I quit my job. Not oh. recommended, uh, but I had the financial backing to work from home. And so I started working as a full-time network marketer. Um, but very quickly, I, I was running out of leads. I was doing like the chamber of commerces. I was doing the networking meetings. I was doing trade shows. And as an introvert freezer, I would go to these like happy hour networking meetings, like BNIs and things like that. And I would talk to the same four people in the room every time because I was an introvert and I would like literally like sweat the idea of like starting small talk. Um, I remember the first time I went to a leads group, I was 21 years old. Everyone was like 40, 50, 60 years old. They're mortgage brokers and real estate agents. And here I was this little like network marketer, platinum blonde hair, like, ha. And I remember there, and I remember I'd never gone to one of these before. This is a real story. I'd never gone to one. There's about 40 people like in a long circle. And then all of a sudden, every, I'm just a guest. And I was told to go to this business networking referral group and you could get leads. And I'm like, okay, I love leads. Let's do this. So I go in. Hi, hello. Hi, nice to meet you. Hello. Sit down. We're having lunch. And everyone, everyone starts standing up and they're giving like a commercial, like a little infomercial about their business, like a 60 second commercial. And then all of a sudden it's getting closer to me. And the girl next to me is like, she elbows me in the side. She goes, you're next. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> what? Like, like Scooby-Doo, like, huh? Like, huh? What? Uh, row, row, row. I remember I stood up and my mind sat back down. I completely blacked out. I have no idea what I said. Uh, and I remember like, this is terrifying. And that torture commiserated for several years. So I, I put myself out. I'm literally still, there's a lot of sweating going on in our podcast. Yeah, what is wrong with us? Like I, was, over it. I was like, it was terrible, but I, I, I built um, a lot of skills of uh, like the traditional, like additional public speaking. I got out of my comfort zone. So it was a phenomenal experience, but 
it didn't matter. Like every day, Fraser, I want you to imagine like 2006, seven, eight, I am in a million chamber of commerce meetings. I'm going out everything that I could. I started buying leads online mm. and like doing the old script books, you know, Hey, do you keep your options open? Blah, 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 all this sort of stuff. And I was calling like a hundred leads a day. And I mean, I'm getting people that want to, they're, they're on disability. They're wanting to work from home job where they stuff envelopes, wrong number centrals, people that had been like called 15 times from other network marketers and MLM jobs. And so they're like, Oh, and I remember sitting down with an, uh, a mentor. His name is David Fry. He was an internet marketer. And we sat down for a lunch and I really looked up to him because he was making multiple six figures, crushing it through something called webinars, like go to meeting. Remember that? <laughs> like I'm really dating myself here. And so he was crushing it in webinars. And I'm like, David, I cannot. I was like slinking back in my chair, like pouting. I cannot find enough people to talk to because I was legit working this business, like legit pushing it. And he, this was the end of 2009 and December, 2009 ish. And he said, you know what you got to do? He's looking at me, young little pipsqueak kid. He goes, you got to get on YouTube. You got to get, you got to start doing videos. You got a face for videos. I'm like, thanks. Like, whatever. I don't have the voice for podcasting, but still I'm here. Like, I'm so sorry. You guys have to listen to this, but like, <laughs> I have, like, and I'm like, okay. And you guys perspective, YouTube is normal. Now YouTube is bingeable. Who was on YouTube in 2009? No. Cats. They're just cats on YouTube. So it was, it was Rachel and cats. And so I began doing videos talking about my opportunity and my service. And in a, like, I remember week one, I had like eight leads. I was like, mm. whoa, like this is, this really works. By the end of a seven, eight week course, I took on video marketing. I spent a thousand dollars. I didn't have to learn everything about YouTube. I was signing up about two to four people a week. Um, became a, became one of the top recruiters in my company, um, only to then now spread now to 2010, things are now moving to Facebook. And so I was doing all the things online. I was starting to like, okay, now I'm doing Facebook. Now I'm doing blogging. I'm doing all these things, uh, making, and I was doing things differently. I was making weird videos on YouTube. I was making entertaining videos. This is why you're my soul brother. We're like two yeah. peas in a very crowded pod because we're very large humans. And so <laughs> we, cause it's like entertainment, like it catches people off guard. So I'd put on wigs. I had like caricatures. I'd like, you know, bench press my bulldog puppy. Like people were just like, what is she doing? But it, it stood out. And so I started doing this stuff. And over the course of about a little over a year, I had built up a list, an email list of over 10,000 names. I was 26 years old. I had over 1.5 million views on YouTube. And so I call, I build up this micro celebrity, you know, not like a traditional celebrity, like TMZ, you know, people us weekly where you have no privacy, everyone's all up in your business and gossiping. Like a micro celebrity is somebody that within like a small niche, they have raving fans. And I had these little raving fans. So in 2000, or 2011, I had the opportunity to relaunch myself in a new company with a wellness brand. Um, I had built up that little micro celebrity following online. And I went from in my previous four and a half years in my, I called my MLM not-for-profit. <laughs> um, I was, I would, I'd make a thousand, spend a thousand, make a thousand, spend a thousand, like whatever, go to an event. I went from network marketing zero or kind of struggle bus, as I say, to uh, multiple six figures within seven months. And by my second year, I was at a seven figure income and uh, became the number one female earner in that company using 
what I had built, which is creating a, a micro celebrity following, can, can really building a brand um, and friendships more than anything, friendships mm-hmm. online. I have a very friends first philosophy. Um, mm-hmm. So I wasn't building um, fans, I was building friends. And because mm-hmm. of that, people felt connected to me and I built relationships and that's where it started. And it, it, it's so amazing and following your journey on all the platforms now. It's so funny how it started on YouTube and moved on to your Facebook. And now there's so many different platforms. And you, we actually talked a lot about recruiting on, on the episode yeah. that we did on Rachel's podcast, Soul CEO podcast. So make sure you go over and check that out. And when you do check it out, make sure you give it a five-star rating and review. Smash the subscribe button as well so that uh, we can grow the awareness of her podcast as well. Because it's a new one. It's a new, it's a new podcast, which I'm so excited about. So excited about. So I'm trending we, in Australia. <laughs> I'm trending. I'm I think trending the, first time, the first time I saw myself on the charts was in um, was in like Botswana. And it was like number it was number one in Botswana. And I was like, yes, Botswana. Come on. And then you Googled where the heck is Botswana, right? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. That's it. So so we talked a lot about recruiting. So one of the things that I love, one of the things I love about you is you like to make things very, very simple. And I love learning from you because I always find I always find I learn in how to make things simple just by literally tuning into your training. So you have a process which is so, so crazy. The inner circle members will laugh when you, or, or, or maybe kind of go bingo when you hear Rachel's kind of breakdown of, of maybe how to get people started or, or how to duplicate or how to create leadership within the organization. Because recruiting is the gateway skill. It's to get people into your organization so you can get something moving. But once you get someone to join, that's when the fun starts. That's when the fun begins. So maybe you can kind of, maybe you can kind of share, share with everyone your kind of um, your three-step process of how you get someone just started to to potentially uh, climb in the ranks. Yeah, there was a couple reasons why I built this and mm-hmm. why, why how we've kind of developed this over the years. It's a stair-step leadership development system. And I heard once, and I can't, I wish I could give credit. Somebody mm-hmm. once told me, a, a, probably a guru or a mentor or whatever, maybe you said, oh, I got steal everything from everyone. Nothing's new here. Um, we just kind of rip off and repeat everybody. So I had heard that you can make a good amount of money recruiting that it's, it's, it's a very good, you can get a really great full-time income by recruiting. You can make a lot more money being a leader by leading and really developing the leadership skills. But the number one highest paid skill in network marketing, I ask this all the time on calls and everyone's like inviting, calls aid, leadership, but like they have like they the recruiting, like customer, like they always say, what is the number, handling objections? No, the number one highest paid skill in network marketing is leadership development. And so I am at the point now in my career, 14 years in, please don't do the math, hello, 14 years in, that I am like, okay, I am not interested in creating followers. I'm absolutely passionate about creating leaders. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's where my leverage is. That's where the life's changing stories are is when somebody then takes a business from you. So the idea was I wanted to create a simple system. And I remember I'd heard, um, that in psychology, people think in threes, one, two, three, and many. If there's more than three steps, people lose it. So we created a system with inside of our team and it's a stair-step process that brings them from rank to rank. And it's called launch, learn, and then lead. And so the way we choose is like, first we teach you how to launch your business, then you learn the business, and then you lead a team if you so choose to do so. And so the launch 
process, that first step is to get them in a profit. Like really, like we're talking about like in our system, it's probably about 600 a month to maybe 1500 a month, right? So maybe like right at, right under like a comma check every single month. Mm-hmm. Then that, so that's launching like, Hey, we're getting your, your initial investment back where we're getting um, you in a profit. Your products are paid for every single month. So you, you know, you're, you're in profit mode with that business. You have a little bit of a team. You have some of the basic skills of acquiring. And then the second step is that learn piece where we start to teach. Okay. Now they got a little bit of a team. Like how do you continue on to attracting more people? How do you start um, leading that organization? What is required? And some of it's very tactical. Like understanding the comp plan, understanding structure, understanding um, how to maximize that so that you're paid well. Uh, How does communication to the team work? Like when you now have five people or 50, how do you communicate a message down or a promotion? Um, We teach people at this time, now that they're, you know, they're making a few hundred, few thousand a month the imperativeness of, um, I don't know if I made up that word, the imperativeness. Definitely, of, definitely did. Definitely it. did. Uh, Wikipedia, you know, oh dear Lord, dictionary.com. <laughs> I, the uh, importance of personal development and like mm-hmm. events and growth. Um, so there's like a, a few skill sets. We broke it down in four modules. It's a weekly training and they go through that and then they graduate. And then that purpose, there's always a purpose. The purpose of going through that is to get to a rank in our company where you're making about 3000 tacos a month. And <laughs> at that rank, then, then it's a, um, a 12 week Academy on leadership. So we, we, I was very blessed and honored to have a year of personal mentorship with John C. Maxwell. So it was one of the best investments. I spent a gob of money for 12 months to be personally mentored with him every single month. And he, he required us to take that training and teach it to our team. So I have that training and we've, we've now taught it into our team, like teaching the importance of environment and leading by example and how to equip. And so we're talking to now like somebody at full time and it's a six figure factory. So it's the idea of like, okay, we're going to over the next year, year to three years, one to three years to six figures. And I say one to three years, because I think that there are people that do it faster, but I also want to give very proper expectations. What's the yeah. difference between one and three years of six figures, influence, attitude, action, I mean, those things, those are all variables, your leadership, the market conditions, right? But like one to three years to get you to that six figure, you know, ridiculous, solid leveraged income every single month. So launch, learn, and then you lead. So with the learning part, you talk about these four weekly trainings. So is it units in a Facebook group? Are they done week, is it like once a week on a Zoom call? Like, is it, is it, is it live? Is it recorded? How does that work? So we've, we've done it both currently right now, they're units in a Facebook group. So they're modules that they go through, they have a guide, they have instructions on how to do that. And then we refresh it because something changes, you know, there's a comp plan adjustment or we realize, Hey, you got to always audit. If you're looking at those ranks and you're like, okay, I'm, we're not moving people to the next ranks in those specific, that little group of leaders what are they missing? You pull them, you survey them, you have questions with them. You get to like, I have mentoring Zooms. One of the things that I do, I only do three things every day. Hey, do you notice a trend here? Three things. <laughs> That's it. I do three things every day. I recruit, I launch new distributors, meaning like I'm down in the organization. I'm tap rooting down. I'm, I'm introductions. I'm welcome calls. Like I'm working with them. I'm investing in them. And then I mentor at a high level. 
And part of my mentoring every single day, I have several mentoring Zooms a day with leaders on my team is I'm able to gauge what they're currently struggling with. And if I see a consistent theme of those mid-level leaders stuck at those ranks, then we have to refresh the content. We have to address those. And so, and it, it keeps it fresh. It's a way to also go back and kind of relaunch those leaders say, hey, you went through this six months ago. Let's, you know, you want to go through the learn uh, process again. We're going to do these live. And we've done also kind of fun things with it. So um, uh, we've had where when you go through those trainings and you uh, take notes on like, we give them like a little uh, document to take notes on. They email it in and my assistant, we print out certificates. They've graduated, they get journals, they get pens, like they're, uh, you know, a learn graduate or whatever it is. So, you know, we've done things like that, but right now it's just, it's static evergreen in a Facebook group. I, I love it. And, and guys, you can probably tell me and Rachel, I think we're brother and sister in a previous life. It's true. Um, because for the inner circle members, they'll know because one of the first one of the first important trainings is a is an acronym that's lead. It's actually on the it's on, actually on the <laughs> it. it's an acronym, right? Because I love acronyms, right? So I, I literally die if someone gives me an acronym. I'm like, oh, all yours for a week. So um, the L is for launch, the E is for expand skills, launch, lead, launch, expand skills. The A is for action, the D is for duplicate. So it's so like, I'm just like freaking out writing this on my piece of paper thinking like, wow, we are, we were definitely, definitely, definitely twins. Yeah. Um, like, and I'm, then we, I'm, and I love trends like that too. We have an acronym for our team name and yeah. our team is very heart centered. And yeah. so our third L or our fourth L is love. And that's like the all encompassing thing. So when you, when people ask me, what's your system? It's launch, learn, lead, and more importantly, love. And it's a fact that everyone matters, everything matters inside of our organization. So integrity, grace, respect, forgiveness, uh, you know, we're leading, we're working with people where there's people, there's poo. And so we have this like general, like this is a safe place inside of network marketing where you're going to be accepted and appreciated and loved no matter what, who you are, your background, your race, religion, ethnicity, um, your performance, we don't care whether you're the newest rockstar ninja or you're just getting started and you just love being here and you got one customer last year you matter. And so I love, I'm the same way with acronyms. I love when things, I love alliterations. <laughs> so yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no, and I, you know, it's funny. I made a note of the whole, the three things that you, you said. I've been taught the same three musketeers for a reason. The three, like the three, I think three little piggies or something like that for a reason, not three little piggies, but uh, it's something else. Anyway, uh, I love it. Um, so let's talk about launching real quick. So no press, press for time. And again, guys, the first episode, uh, the first part of this this process was on, on Rachel's podcast, the Soul CEO podcast. So go ahead and check that out. Before we go into the last thing we'll cover here is if you could do me a favor, smash that subscribe button, leave a five-star rating and review to help us reach our goal of 1,000, sorry, 2,000 five-star rating and reviews by episode 150. Um, I would hugely, hugely, hugely appreciate it. And then take a screenshot what's on your device right now and put it onto your Instagram uh, Instagram stories. Uh, tag me at Fraser Brooks Online and tag Rachel at Soul CEO and let us know what you liked best about this episode uh, so that we can retag it. We can we can give you some love. We can drop you a voice note or whatever that fun stuff might be. All right. So when it comes to launching, uh, what would you say? And we, we, we're literally limited on time here, but what would you say? We, go, we can go 10 more minutes for sure. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. You're amazing. So um, what would you say are the most important steps when someone joins the team, like with, whether you recruit, let's say you recruit them, 
What are the most important steps for you that they that they that they take action on or they, they actually implement or they do? Well, actually, I got one of them from you. And so there's a, it's so funny that like, uh, mentors don't always have to be like in your face. They don't have to be like, we don't sit on zooms. We don't, you, you and I don't like, we will voice memo back and forth. We'll message, but it's like, and we're not like doing coaching or whatever. And you learned from me a long time ago when I was relevant and no, I'm just kidding. But like, <laughs> uh, but like, so I, um, one of the most important things that they do, obviously they have to go and download the, the launch guide. We have an app with our company, which kind of walks them through the first steps. And we have a three-step system uh-huh. in- invite tool team. So we teach them that process, but one of the first things that they do and the first assignment I got from you they have to introduce themselves in the Facebook group. And that has changed a total feel and vibe of our team because they are now taking responsibility for their business on the, like initially, like boom, I I'm taking ownership of it. And it's wonderfully inspiring because every single day we can log in and we can see these new distributors have just joined new teamies. We call them teamies. Um, and we see like their story, their why, their goals, their family, their dog. Oh my God. An RN just joined Mm -hmm. Uh, a speech pathologist just joined or a a pharmacist just joined. I know a pharmacist. And so like, it kind of is expanding the mind of, uh, wow. Like I've been in this business for a few years and maybe I've lost touch with my why, but I see people now continuing to join and they're sharing like that it re I think establishes that. So that's one of the first thing that we have them do is they introduce themselves. Then they go through the quote unquote launch guide, a two page document, teaching them the three step process. And we get them, um, the, when I'm personally mentoring somebody, like when I'm like, I got a new recruit, I have them, the assignment is they have to put me in a three-way messenger with two people in 24 hours. Um, using that ITT system. Like, I don't care what you have to say to them. You get them on a messenger with me and I'll do the work. I will sell it. I know what I'm talking about. Just edify who I am. And like, I can't message your people for you. It's the only thing I cannot do the invites, but I can do everything else. I can, I can show you and you can learn while you earn. And so it's the assignment of like, Hey, you did that. You did that. Now two people, 24 hours, two people. Yeah. Show me, don't tell me like, the kiss, the network marketing kiss of death is, Rachel, I'm going to be your top leader. Just you wait. You'll be buying a new house soon with my efforts, won't you? Because I was top salesman for Mercedes in 1996, 1997, and 1998. So what happens in that three-way chat? So like, obviously, like I've just joined you, right? I'm a new team heart teamy, and I'm like, woohoo, let's go. I've got the best mentor ever. And I'm like, let's go. You say, right, two people, three way chat funny how it's a number three again but three-way chat like i'm like uh okay uh it's me it's sarah and rachel and then another group it's me it's bob and rachel like what happens because it's just this group and it's just like nah yeah because the new person's probably like oh my god what do i introduce do i do i say nothing it's like rachel gonna know like do i send an audio do i send the video do i send a text what happens so we give them a simple script so a very simple script of how to in, introduce their friend or loved one to the product. And so it's like, hey, you know, X, Y, Z, this is what I, I just saw this amazing video. It blew my mind. Or if they have a product uh, experience already, we have them share that about, I shared on our first episode on my podcast that about 50% of my distributors were product users first. And so they, they might have a story or an experience or a testimonial or a transformation. So they might share that, like, Hey, this is why I'm reaching out to you. And so then I just basically like, Hey, 
I'll take it from there and I can actually in, in, introduce them to the tools. Like, so actually like the videos that explain the process and what I do, I love sharing my story. So I actually have my stories and several responses saved on notes in my phone. So I don't have to constantly retype them. That's like a little like productivity hack. And so like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm in like 15 of these right now, like at this moment, like I have 15 messengers going on in my messenger right now, like three-way chats. So I just like copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. And then I usually, I instruct like, Hey, Fraser, what, tell me, what do you think that they'd be interested in? Or if like, they've already had a dialogue and let's say it's on a specific product line that I might focus there. So I had a new distributor uh, just join me in Australia. So we're working obviously super virtually. We're 18 hours apart. And she had a background in beauty. She was like an esthetician many years ago. And so she had some experience selling like skincare and hair care and like beauty kind of products in the past. And so some of her initial three-way conversations were really interested in that. So because of our product line, I have a ton of before and afters, including my own product of the product. And I throw those in the chat because I believe that documentation beats conversation. So if, if somebody's like, hey, tell me about the skincare and I can show them 15 before and afters of somebody's skin like wrecked and ratchet and then like all of a sudden like hello glow. Um, to me, I think that that speaks way more than like if I were to talk about arsenal oh, parabens, no sulfides, no formaldehyde, no mineral oils, da, 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 da. And so I'm trying not to sell. I'm trying to connect. I'm trying to show them visually. And I'm trying to show the new distributor like how easy it is just to show them to the, the tools. Mm-hmm. It's, that's it's, what's, and I, I wish, and, and I think what I think is so frustrating and, and it's the challenge of this business, everyone wants this business network marketing to be automated. Mm-hmm. They want it to be like, simply like copy paste. Yeah. You got to personalize it. And maybe, you know what, Fraser, maybe that makes us not duplicate as fast, but that, that, that stickability that we have, the retention that we have, the personalization they know that they're, I feel like a majority don't feel like a number that I'm trying to connect and it takes me more time. But I believe that that is honoring not only the new distributor, but it's also honoring the prospect and the contact, connect with them to find out their goals, their reasons, and to be like, hey, this is my experience. What questions do you have? As opposed to being like, okay, don't watch the tool. I won't talk to you until you watch the tool. It's like, well, no, sometimes it's like, I, we need to like soften and butter up that baby. <laughs> like, you know. So I, mean, no, I, to- I totally, I totally agree. So real, real quick, what happens if they don't put two people in a three-way chat with you? What's your process? Is it more, is it like, hey, like, we've got the community there to support you. Is it go on, like, here's another chance, like go hard. What's the, what's the process there? Because I know a lot of people listening and probably thinking like, yeah, but no one does it. If I do that, no one will, no one will do it. Yeah, well, they won't. And in the end, and that's the whole process of assignments is like you give people little mini assignments because I cannot spend my time. We only have 168 hours in a week. We only have so many life units as my dad calls them LUs. So it's like, I can't keep investing time and hours of mentorship in somebody that won't do a basic thing. Like you won't introduce yourself in the group. I can't do anything with you. You can't watch the launch guide. I can't do anything. You didn't download the app. What can I do with you? And you're not going to do that. Okay, great. So you know what I do? I treat them like a customer. I treat them like a customer. Um, and you know, they haven't yet self-identified that I really want this and I'm willing to take action. So I make sure that they're aware of the calls. Hey, this is our team zoom on Monday nights. Hey, this is our Saturday, super Saturday, virtually you can get onto the success mastery and learn more about the products and the business and hear stories. And I hope that in that process, that something clicks and then they, it triggers or 
you know, I stay in touch with them. I love on them. I'm genuinely a friend and interested because if their life then changes and all of a sudden they go from being inspired to be a distributor, to be desperate, to be a distributor and like desperate to make it happen that I was still around them and I loved on them. And I have to qualify. This is a quote I learned from John Maxwell. Mm -hmm. Everyone deserves your love, but not everyone deserves your time. And so it's a qualification to say, you know what? I cannot, there's nothing I can do if you're not willing to do that. Now on the flip side, Fraser, if they are willing to go do the do, but they just don't want to do like the three ways, but they're going out and selling and talking and whatever. Yeah. I'm their biggest fan. I'm their biggest cheerleader. Give me a foam finger, number one. And I will like, some people will never follow the system. 80% of people will never follow the system, but maybe it's the process of getting those people to lead you to somebody who would. Mm -hmm. So like, if they're not willing to do it, like I have a ton of people that will not follow our ITT system, but they're some of the top salespeople because they found a specific niche and a method that works for them. And so if I go try to put them into the mold, then I'm going to sabotage their results. But at the end of the day, like I just, I'm trying to get them mobilized. This is why I believe duplication is a myth. I don't believe duplication works. You cannot duplicate Fraser. You cannot duplicate me. You can't duplicate Jesse Ward. She's a unicorn. Nobody, I'm not even sure she exists. She's a mirage AI. She's not human. That's for sure. But you can mobilize. And that's the goal. Launch, learn, and lead. The goal is guys create systems that you can mobilize your team to get better results. And I'll leave you guys with this in systems. And we can, you know, I'm sure we'll do a lot more podcasts together as I affirm. Hello. You watched the first part. She is, oh, she's on a fire. I am selling and upselling myself here. Uh, <laughs> if you have to say something more than five times, mm-hmm. make a tool. And that is partially why all of this created. And we still need to improve it. I actually relaunch my systems once a year. So like Team Art 2.0, Team Art 3.0, 4.0, right? We're always improving, simplifying, scrapping, readjusting, reinventing, pivoting as the market changes. And you have to. But if there's something that you say over and over and over, make a tool for it. So my team knows that there's a document for everything, a PDF for something, there's a video for something like it is there archived simply on our website because it's like, Hey, push to the tool, push to the tool. And then over time, as you keep sending your teams to go to the same tool, they ask the same questions. They're going to realize, Oh, that's the resource. I'm not going to bug you. I'm going to go look at the resource. So. Well, uh, those of you who follow, follow the podcast for a while, you'll know that we talk about it's not a lack of motivation, it's a lack of clarity. And clearly the clarity in, in the organization that, that Rachel's building is, is there. And people are motivated to, to impress leaders, they're motivated to impress themselves, their surroundings, their peers, but, all, but also they're, they're motivated to obviously sell the product, promote the business and all that fun stuff. Rachel, you are incredible. I'll tell everyone again um, that go check out the Soul CEO podcast. I'm telling you that the value, the nuggets, everything that's gone there is amazing. We have episode one or part one of this two part, well, part one of this 150 part uh, interview process that we're doing in the next 10 years, I suppose. We're married. Uh, uh, we're married. We have. <laughs> I 
we how we're married, right? Oh wow. So we are ending this podcast as we entered the podcast. Is that, is, no, it's a wrong word. We are leaving this podcast as we started this podcast. Please do us a massive favor, smash that subscribe button, drop a five-star rating review if you can. If you can't, just simply screenshot uh, this, post it onto your Instagram stories, tag me at Fraser Brooks Online and Rachel at Soul CEO, Soul CEO, uh, and then let us know what you like best. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being on here and look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right. Thank you. Bye.